Welcome, everyone. Thanks for coming back, if you are back. Hey, guys. Welcome to episode three. Or if, if this is your first time listening, uh, we basically just talk about everyday things. Yeah. And try our best to understand the mess that's happening in our lives. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. So today I wanted to bring up this thing that happened to me um, a while ago, but it has happened to me several times. And I wanted to ask you if you know it. So basically, I ran into someone who's like a family friend and I ran into her on the street. Haven't seen her in like years. And we just small talk. Everything's fine. And then at some point she's just like, um, wait, how old are you? And she goes, oh, those are the best years oh of your life. God. And then she kept on ranting and she was like, seriously though like enjoy these years enjoy the freedom like oh i wish i was that age and i felt so awkward and i really didn't know what to say and i was just like yeah thanks it's great having a blast <laughs> and then we said goodbye and whatever and left but this has happened to me several times and i find it really really weird okay it's really insane that you just brought that up because it happened to me yesterday. Really? Yes. What was the situation? And I was walking with, maybe I'm not going to say who, a woman. She was also like, oh my God, you're so lucky that you're studying. I wish I could go back. Like, please enjoy it while it lasts. Your, your life will never be like this again. Mm. Like, it's so nice um, to be able to structure your own day and decide when you want to do things. And for me, like, it's really like Groundhog Day. Like, I wake up, I do the same thing. Yeah. It's like I'm living the same day over and over again because everything is so structured and I'm so jealous of you. And you should have as much fun as possible now. Yeah. But you know what the funny thing is for me? When someone says that, all it does... It stresses me out. Same. It really... I get I really guilty because, I, <laughs> yes. because then I'm like, oh my God, I'm not taking advantage of the best years of my life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You mean it's not going to get better? That's the thing. So first of all, I always feel super pressured because I'm like, oh, what, what, you know, let's party tonight. <laughs> like, I know what am I supposed to do now? But also, more so, I'm like shocked when people say that. In that moment when the lady told me, I literally thought, this is it. These are the yes. best years. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm really well. I'm very grateful for the hell. But, <laughs> but the, these cannot be the best years of my life. I'm sorry. I'm confused 24-7. Like, this cannot be the best there is. No, and if it <laughs> is, then the rest of my life is going to be quite a downhill yeah. battle from here. And that really freaks me out. And... But you know what I was thinking about? Something that my brother actually told me, which really makes sense mm. when you think about it in this way. Like, we were randomly talking about, like, British food. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I went to boarding school in Wales. So I was like, oh, my God, I miss the food so much. And then my brother was like, are you crazy? Like, British food is literally the worst food in the world. <laughs> what are you talking about? And then he asked me to, like, name what food you miss. Yeah. 
And I couldn't think of a single thing. Right. No, and I, he was just mm. like, I'm glad your memories are like so laced with this like beautiful fantasy. You're like thinking completely wrong. And I think that's one thing with like memories is like when you think back, you obviously are going to sugarcoat yeah. times and be like, oh my God, that was so great. Exactly. I wish I had that now. Yeah. But it's completely different like when you're actually in the time. And I realized that I did that. Yeah, I definitely also do that to some extent. And I think um, to me, when someone says something like that, I'm always just like in my mind, it's like projection, projection, projection. As you say, also for me, very often, I feel like I do that in a similar sense when sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when you feel lonely... <laughs> <laughs> and you think like, ugh, being a couple would be just the best now. Exactly. You know, like all these couples, look at them, so happy. And, um, but it's also just a projection of your fantasy. I think it's even more interesting to think about it from a perspective that those years might have been especially hard for them. Hmm. And that's why they think that they were so great. Right. Because like, it feels much better to remember the past with like a positive outlook. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking about when I was thinking about like me being like, oh my God, it, it was so beautiful in Wales and I missed the food so much. Those were like some of the hardest years that I had. Hmm. And I feel like that was my way of yeah, being okay with it. Yeah, and being like, sense. yeah, it was so nice. It yeah. was so fun. But I think that's especially a way to deal with maybe like a, a time where you struggled mm -hmm. where I feel really misunderstood when I'm in a conversation like this is that people always are like you have no responsibility you have yeah. like all the freedom in the world and the thing is of course listen I don't have a kid for example okay I, I cannot even imagine how much responsibility you have when yeah. when you're in a situation like that however I think just because you're in your 20s and like studying or working or both, whatever, it doesn't mean you have no responsibilities because I think actually for the first time in your life, you have enormous responsibilities when it comes to making your own choices and decisions. You know what I mean? Especially when it comes to subjects like how I'm going to proceed from here with my studies, like where am I going to go? These are things that you're responsible for now. I think in general, when you're a student, you can structure your own day. Hmm especially in universities where like the attendance is mandatory mm. but I feel like my days are so structured even if I don't want them to be because we're in analysis so like mm. you have these times where like now we're doing it virtually and like I need to be home at certain times and I feel like it's even worse because like it's not even like a schedule. It's just like this random time in the middle of the day where you need to stop everything you're doing. Mm. Like run home. Also make sure you're alone. Oh, and I have to work. I feel like it's even easier when you have a career and you have like your work schedule because then you schedule everything around it. Mm. But right now we're just trying to like figure out how to get everything done and it's super stressful because it's actually hard to like fit it into the day. I don't know. It really overwhelms me. Mm. 
Also, what I find is that this comment that, yeah, you have no responsibilities and so much freedom. Mm -hmm. And that really stresses me out. I'm always like, what am I supposed to do with that freedom now? You know, is it related? Because very often, maybe that's just how I perceive it. And I kind of hear what I want to hear. But very often, I feel like it's related to dating. When people are like, you have so much freedom, you know, and they've been married for 40 years. And to me, it comes across as like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. And I'm like, oh, but I don't want that to like seize that kind of freedom. It like makes me anxious. You know, what just came to mind also. It's so strange that people say that your 20s are like a time to have fun and enjoy and do whatever you want. But like, isn't that so contradicting? Because your 20s? Or the time when you're supposed to set yourself up for the rest of your life. Mm. <laughs> like, you're supposed to make sure that you have a career, yeah. that you have a partner, that, like, basically decide where you want to live. Yeah. Like, you literally need to make every single decision for the rest of your life. Not really, but that's kind of, like, the pressure that we feel. Mm. Or at least we think that we should. Yeah. I don't want to, like have sex with someone else like someone new every single night like someone else (laughs) (laughs) who's your (laughs) oh oops uh disclosure (laughs) who's your boo (laughs) he doesn't want to be named (laughs) i promise him i wouldn't bring him into the podcast so (laughs) but actually in quarantine yeah i read erich from like escape from freedom yeah and i was like oh my god this book is about me (laughs) That basically it says that freedom is amazing, but that freedom also comes with a lot of pressure and anxiety and that maybe we don't even want to be super free. Just like how Erich Fromm destroyed my dating life. (laughs) Because the art of love. Yeah, yeah. completely destroyed it. Where he's like, love is not an emotion, love is a decision. Yes. Yeah, fantastic. Love is a decision and also you have to love your partner like you love mankind. (laughs) Thank you for that task. I'll try. Like, how are you supposed to do that? Yeah, that's true. He says that if you cannot love mankind, that you cannot love anyone. Yeah, and I think basically he means that you cannot love someone for something that they can provide you with. Yeah. But you know what I really love? Which is very hard because like very hard. providing you with something doesn't have to be an object. It can be like, I don't know, I love you because you support me emotionally. Yeah. In Civilization and its discontents, um, this Unbehagen in the Kultur <laughs> by Sigmund Freud. This I love because Shlomo. he Sigismund <laughs> Shlomo Freud, he writes and he really contradicts from on this. Yeah. But he says that, you know, in the Bible or whatever, it says like, love thy neighbor, like yeah. die Nächstenliebe in German. And basically Freud, Freud says that that's bullshit. Yeah. Like, why are you supposed, why are you forced to love everyone? It doesn't make sense. Why do I have to love people who I don't know and like you know what I mean we don't have to get along I guess I'm gonna be single for a while (laughs) don't you cannot say these things then you're manifesting them I know dude it's really weird in that sense I'm really superstitious same I'm so obsessed with this thing like the Einhara oh yeah what what is that seriously like drives my life okay so Lola Lola told me this thing today okay so basically, 
my mother grew up in a very traditional Jewish family and there's all these like Jewish superstitions and I might be saying the complete wrong meaning of it but there was something that her mother always used to tell her which is like don't show off because people will be jealous of you and they'll curse you Mm. and I'm obsessed with that like I really believe it and I really believe that if you try to make someone feel bad by like making yourself sound better, Mm. something is going to fuck it up for you. Yeah. Because like, first of all, it's not honest. It's coming from like an insecurity. Yeah. And I'm so convinced that like, I need to be as humble as possible or not that people are going to curse me, but that like, I won't get good things in my life if I, I'm not humble. Right. You're a very humble person. (laughs) It's like if you're rich, like don't flaunt your money. Right. Because then like somebody's going to take it from you. Who Mm. knows? Like something something like that. Something's going to happen. That's why you always have to be very happy for people who are in happy relationships. Which is not so easy for me. Don't be jealous. Don't be like, "Mm, they don't fit. No. No. You have to be really happy because then you put out the good vibes. Yes. In the and universe. people catch on to your energy. Yeah. Because that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> um, I uh, think we were very misinformed. <laughs> I blame everyone else. <laughs> I blame everyone else for telling me that it's going to be the best years of my life. Yeah, I think that's the thing. You have such high expectations. Yeah. We've been celebrating Lola's 25th birthday for two years now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for telling the world. <laughs> You can edit it out. It's in your hands. <laughs> My therapist, our therapist. Once again, if this is your first time listening, we do not, I repeat, we do not have the same therapist. We just, oh, I'm sorry. We have the same therapist. It's not Ooh, couples. Freudian slip. It's not couples counseling. Yeah. It's separate. We ha- have the same therapist, but we don't go at the same time. <laughs> However, he really destroyed me a few um, sessions back because um we talked about relationships and blah 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 and and then I basically started talking about just how I imagine myself how I feel when I meet someone who is right for me you know Mm -hmm. and I was just like I don't know I have this thought in my mind that I will someday meet someone and it will just be I will I don't know I will just know he's right for me and I don't mean like love at first sight but it's not just it's not gonna be this bullshit of like yeah maybe he is someone else maybe a long distance no it's just gonna work out and i have a good gut feeling you know yeah and i feel really happy with that idea in my head <laughs> and i was saying to him i was like yeah like that's that's how i envision it and i believe in it and then it was quiet and he goes do you also still believe in santa claus ah 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 let that idea go and i was like what no and he was like it's magical thinking it's the ultimate fantasy and if you have that fantasy it's not gonna work so if it makes you feel better i've heard that many times from him (laughs) (laughs) and he also always tells me to go wait for santa claus um but i think it's something that honestly really helps get through the long night it really helps because i mean magical thinking it's just like basically being optimistic 
Yeah. And that's true. I don't think it's so bad. And I think it's nice to like have an ideal or have a wish for something you want. Although it is very skewed and sometimes it's not what you want. It's like what you think people expect mm. of you. That fantasy creates expectations yeah. that I put on people, on guys I meet. And yeah. that's when it gets dangerous. Because then I'm like, well... This doesn't fit. This doesn't fit. And I don't think I'm even aware of it. But I, but I unconsciously project my fantasies and my ideal scenarios on them. And then they're like, oh, excuse me. I think your fantasy is a very nice one. But when I told him mine, he was extremely frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> Because he was like, okay, tell me like your ideal man. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, listen. <laughs> so, <laughs> and of course, I'm very specific. Yeah. So I want somebody very practical, not very emotional, <laughs> somebody who is more like, okay, there's a problem, let's solve it, because I'm like very emotional. Right, someone and I, very pragmatic. So I'm very intuitive, and I think like I would like somebody who's the opposite. Right. Because I, when it comes to like an actual issue, I'll go and think about it for two weeks. Right. So basically someone who works in corporate or something. <laughs> exactly. And then I was like, and then I was like, you know, like a businessman. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then his reaction was like, excuse me? Like, <laughs> who do you think you are? And then he was like, why do you assume that businessmen don't have feelings and are practical? And I was like, I don't know. It's like this fantasy that I have. And he was just like, well, like wait for Santa Claus because he's coming next week. And I was just like, okay, that's not reality. And I'm aware that it's weird and irrational. But he was also telling me what, what made me say, like, maybe it's not what you want. Maybe it's more like what you think is expected of you. Right. Because he was telling me and he, he was like, no, like, that's not what you want. Yeah. That's just like what you think you should do. Right. And I think maybe in that case, it's a bit problematic to have mm. this like magical thinking because... It's not truly what you want. It's just like... Yeah, it's an illusion. What you think would be good for you. Yeah, definitely. So Lola's looking for a businessman. <laughs> a non-emotional businessman. Yeah, he was just like, what are you talking about? And he even was like, don't lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> Something that I noticed while we're having these conversations is that we're like moving our hands like crazy. And I think it's really funny that you don't see us. Yeah. Because you don't see all the action. We're like all the action. super expressive and <laughs> yeah, like pointing true. to things and being like, oh my God. <laughs> that is so true. Oh yeah, we forgot to mention we are thinking of changing the name yeah. of the podcast. We thought like To Be Talks is a bit too specific and doesn't really have anything to do with it. Yeah. Well, the thing is that we um, decided to do a podcast like... And then literally three days later, we started recording. Like we really yeah. wanted to do it straight away. So we didn't put much thought into the name. It was more like, oh, we really want to do this. Oh, shit. Like we need a name. And mm -hmm. To Be Talks was like, okay, yeah, that's fun. That's catchy. We have a connection with it. But also we know that it's not, it doesn't say anything about what the podcast is about. And so we decided we want to rename it. And yeah, we're really like having trouble coming up with a name because 
it's hard to name something that doesn't really have a not that it doesn't have a purpose but like <laughs> there's no word that really describes what we're doing because we don't know what we're doing <laughs> so something along these lines but please let us know if you have any um ideas yes because please. as in many other aspects of our lives we're very desperate and clueless <laughs> but not dependent but i'm not that creative even though i i call myself creative <laughs> Yeah, like I'm very intuitive. Yes. I'm looking for a I'm a psychic pragmatic guy. <laughs> I need someone who's very calculated because I'm so free spirited. But that's also something that's so funny. Why do we always assume that people who are like that it's more um complimentary love that will like fulfill you? I have another fantasy mm-hmm. which was shot down, don't worry. <laughs> where I said that I want to admire the person that I'm with and look up to him. Right. Which is a little bit strange because it's a very like father thing to feel towards someone. Mm -hmm. Why do I have to look up to my partner and admire him? We should be on the same level. Yeah. So don't worry. I also... (laughs) took that back you just had to realize your oedipus it was definitely an oedipal fantasy but that's my issue really i look for people that i think are better than me in areas where i lack we discussed this before and we said that you always date people who are complimentary yes and i always date people who are the exact opposite and that we should just switch yeah because I think I need to date someone who's... Wait, does this make sense? I think you need to feel like you're not better than your partner. <laughs> <laughs> this portrays me in such a horrible light. No, not better, but like you should... But wait, was it that way around? It, like I look for people who, can, um, who I can learn from, who can give me something. Right, exactly. And you date people that are similar to you. Exactly, and I should do... <laughs> I should do people (laughs) who compliment me. So I think we need to switch. Yeah, we definitely need to switch. But I wonder who would compliment me. Like what kind of person? Obviously the ones now have not. The practical businessman. This is the problem. We can't decide beforehand. (laughs) This is the whole issue. That's true. We kind of like make this. So I just uh, watched Mindhunter and they start like profiling the criminals, right? Yeah. In criminal psychology, they profile serial killers. And I, like, profile my future partners. Yeah, same. I'm like, so I'm looking for... I think that's the real issue here. We can't look for anything. It's one of the many real... Yeah, but we, that's also why we stopped looking. We did, right? I'm really proud of us. Me Guys, too. we stopped looking. So we haven't dated in... A long time. A month? <laughs> that's a long time. It is a long time for us. Um, and wait, maybe we should explain why this is something we're proud of. (laughs) So we decided that first we decided that this year is the year of rejection, which was unfortunately a self-fulfilling prophecy, which really happened quite a lot. And that came about, um, that we kind of realized that in the past we had dated people 
that we weren't really into that much and we dated them yeah and we for we, safety kind of because kind of you for know safety, you're out of their league exactly and we didn't ever felt feel comfortable enough to go for people that we actually you know find super interesting or it were yeah it was more like oh no no this person is out of my league and in 2020 we were like this is it no not this year we're gonna try a different approach and then we jokingly called it therefore the year of rejection because we because we decided that we have to be okay exactly we decided we would rather be rejected yes than not even try yes but as i said it has been a self-fulfilling prophecy 100 percent. but you know what that's good i've been hit with rejections left and right it's been great (laughs) So I haven't been rejected as much as you. Yeah, well, it's hard to beat me, but there's still hope. We're only in July soon. So. But you know what? Yeah, the year has just begun. And <laughs> the summer is around the corner. If anybody wants to reject me, I'm ready. I'm open. <laughs> Basically, we just hit a point where we both dated people and we were really both just disappointed. And I mean, I, I can only speak for myself, but I was really hurt. So for me, it was more that I felt that I was getting into the same pattern. Mm. And I wasn't starting any relationships, but I was still kind of like wasting my time with people that were just not that great. It was like, okay, this guy's fine. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'll just keep seeing him. Mm. And then that's why I was like, okay, I, I can't do this. I need to take a break. Yeah. So the break is going wonderfully. Thanks for your concerns. Yeah. We kind of decided that we wouldn't, we, t- we would try to not talk about dating too much. <laughs> but also, last episode, we didn't. So, but if you like it, then. Yeah, let us know if you like that. We can continue. I don't know. Oh, we can, I can go look in the archives. Yeah. Like, there's, there's so much content there. <laughs> it's going to be a four hour episode, the special. <laughs> the rejection special. The rejection special. Lola and Carla, 2016 to 2020. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Digging deep. Also, attached, you will find a PowerPoint presentation. (laughs) (laughs) We always have a segment in the podcast where we ask each other questions. That's true. And I think we should call it truth or truth. And I think people can come up with really good ones. That's true. We should, maybe soon, we should ask people to send us questions. Yeah, I think so too. And we choose the sauciest ones. (laughs) And if there's none, then we'll pretend like we got Yeah, some. exactly. Like, oh, interesting. Um, Anonymous from San Francisco, <laughs> 28 years old, wants to know about my most, uh, or like my earliest sexual memory. <laughs> wow. Imagine like Sandra, 32 from the Philippines. <laughs> she wants to know how we met. Well, thanks, Sandra. <laughs> Thank you, Sandra. Right. Should we start it now? Do you think people would reply that quickly on Instagram stories? No, for like the next week. Yeah, yeah. Okay, from next week. Okay, so guys, we're going to do this segment, which is truth or truth. We're going to ask each other a question. And you have to answer, you guessed it, truthfully. And up to this point, we asked each other a question each week, which we will also do today. However, from next week on, we want you to send us questions and we will like post it on Instagram and stuff. But yeah. don't be shy. We won't be. 
Also, we don't have to give away who you are. Yeah. We, we won't completely say anonymous. Like, your name or anything. And seriously, ask anything. Anything. Nothing is taboo. Also, because we can choose the question we will, a- <laughs> we will answer. <laughs> that is true. But if it's the only question that we get, then we will have to answer. Yeah. And that is a possibility. So go for it. Okay. So my question for you is if you could give advice to your younger self, one thing what would it be okay this is gonna sound really deep probably and i don't know if it's so much advice but yeah i guess it would be yeah but when i was a teenager i felt really restless and like always super um i don't know i wanted to be everywhere i always wanted to go there there and there and there and at the same time i felt really uncomfortable in my body Mm -hmm. like i i don't know I really felt really disconnected from my body and I never liked how I looked and stuff like that. And I think, honestly, I would just tell myself that you will not always feel this way, that it will get better. I know it's really, it sounds really pathetic and like cheesy. It's really important. Because I really, I remember when I was like 16 and I was like, is this how people feel? Yeah. I felt so shit in my body. And I really just didn't like it. I didn't like the way I looked and stuff. And a lot of it is stuff I had to go through and therapy and all that. But also, honestly, a lot of it is just growing up and finding stuff that's more important in life, like things you love doing, building connections with people. So I think I would just tell myself, like, chill out. You will not always feel this way. It's my, my advice for myself. I guess that's also good advice for us to take right now. (laughs) that's so true (laughs) we should probably really listen to that because it's so true yeah like we will definitely not i mean please (laughs) no but but it's true also also whenever we meet and we're in like in not a good mood yeah we also always yank each other out of it and we're like but hold on remember like five days ago we were really happy and we were high on life and we're like oh this is gonna be fantastic so just because today is not such a good day or something, you will not feel the same way forever. And I think especially this whole thing, like how we're stressing out over being in our 20s and whatever, like it also passes and then you get into your 30s. And I really believe that like you won't have the same feeling as you have now. Yeah. You'll have other problems to deal with. Yeah. And that is very comforting. Yeah. Okay, so... I want to know, Lola, what is something that when you turn 30, eventually, you want to look back and have achieved in your 20s? And that can be something like materialistic, you know, or it can be something quite like emotional, some sort of development. Mm. What's your goal for your 20s? There's going to be a lot of magical thinking, of course, a lot of fantasies, but go for it. Um, I would like to be with somebody (laughs) (laughs) period (laughs) that's it (laughs) okay no shoot for the stars (laughs) (laughs) i would like to feel good about a relationship with another person right a romantic one i do have friends (laughs) (laughs) okay um i think that's one but it's not really a big deal it can that's not really like the main one. Yes, it is. I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But other than that, um, I think I would really like to achieve something career-wise. Like, I would really like to think, like, I'm proud of myself in a sense of, like, I'm proud of the work that I'm doing because that's a feeling that I never had. And I think that would kind of... It might be also a fantasy, but I, I think that would really like give me the confidence that I struggle with now mm. because I'm so like undecided about things and I feel really like lost and confused. And I think when you are passionate about what you do yeah, and you not just like on your way to it, I think that's also confusing when you're like in the process of becoming a professional, but like when you can actually say this is what I do as a career yeah. and I really enjoy it and it's meaningful to me. I think that would be like my goal yeah. for 30. And I think it is attainable. And I think like, that's why I don't understand when people are like, have fun, like hmm. do your thing. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. that would be way more important to me to like find something that I do want to do for like until I retire that I yeah. really like. Yeah, that makes sense. I like that. Also, it kind of comes back to what I said before. I think mm, it's so important that you, like, just when you mature, you realize that there are things that are, like, um, more interesting to you than, like, for example, for me, it was always, like, my body and, like, how I felt. You know what I mean? I always yeah. thought this is going to be my main topic all my life this is what's gonna define me and how i feel but um just through studying and doing different kinds of works and i don't know you just see that there's so much more out there that is interesting to you it's just things like priorities shift yeah right? i think for me the the shift has been like that before i was very very and i think it's similar for you I was super obsessed with the fact that I never want to be tied down to anywhere. Yeah. And that like my biggest goal in life is to, you know, like float around the world and like be free Yeah. and not have like this place that I am stuck in that I kind of like owe my life to. Yeah. And now it's really changed for me. Like, I do crave stability. Yeah, that's so true. But that's, like, super new. I didn't have that before. Same, man. Yeah, same as well. I mean, we both travel a lot. But also for me, I think it was always, like... Even though I didn't realize it, but it definitely was some sort of just not wanting to settle down. Even yeah. just the thought for me to be in Vienna for, like, a year was horrible i was always like no but i need to like go somewhere yeah. at some point and i'm not saying that traveling is bad no but for me it has this escape factor to it and mm -hmm. now i mean i went traveling from october to march february and then i had to come back and then corona i couldn't go away again and now i'm almost i'm like i'm really grateful for that because in that sense i realized that what um like i i'm fine here and it doesn't mean I will not go traveling again, but I realized while I was traveling, like, I would really love to share these experiences with someone. Yeah. 
like if if it's a friend or a partner or i mean i love go, going traveling on my own but um it doesn't have the same value anymore it's like i, I also crave stability in a sense but it's even like it's it's even just like having that base yeah that like even if you go travel alone you still go back there yes. and then share it with people that yeah. you love but like if you continue changing the place and you also always want to move somewhere else yeah and yeah that's true you never want to be like oh i'm gonna live here for even a year or two years and i think my main issue which is really mean i'm so sorry people who are from vienna um i have this weird thought in my head that if i stay here it means that i failed Hmm. and like i really beat myself up about it because I always think like, yeah, but I have to go back to New York because like that is my city and like that's where I want to be. Yeah. And if I stay in Vienna, it means that like I took the easy way out and I'm a failure. Yeah. I don't think necessarily that that's mean for people who are from Vienna to hear that because there's also different contexts. It's just it's your home. You are from New York yeah. and you left New York because you knew that you couldn't get the education you wanted there just yeah. because of the American system. So I remember when I met you, you said you were, you were here because of the education. Yeah. And then when you have your license to be a therapist, you're going to go back. You know what I mean? It's um, So in that sense, I get also that you want to yeah. at some point return to your home. But, but it's, it's, it's not even like because it's my home. It's because like I build up this idea of New York in my head that like, you don't really make it unless you make it in New York mm. because I think it's the best city in the world. So like, what am I really doing if I'm not doing it there? Right. And I think that's a thought that like is really not helpful. Yeah. But as you said before, I think in that sense, it's gotten a lot better over the last years because yeah. you seem much more stable just as I do. Yeah. Um, and that we've come to a point where we're also fine with where we are and where we will be in a few years. I thought wanting stability is a weakness. Same. It's like settling. Exactly. And now I feel so relieved that I don't have this feeling anymore. Yeah. And I think that actually allows you to take opportunities. Yeah. Because if you feel good where you are, then things will come to you. And then you could be like, oh, this is a really good opportunity. There's this chance for me to go to whatever, Japan, yeah. and do this project. Yeah. But if you're so focused Bali. on like... <laughs> yeah. But if you're more focused on just like moving all the time and not being in one yeah. place then you don't get any opportunity because nobody knows you yeah and so you won't like, get anywhere being th- this being in between places is what what drives yeah. you crazy yeah i speak from experience i'm glad we agree i'm glad i'm glad <laughs> we agree as well like once again this is like a little pep talk good talk to- towards <laughs> the end of the podcast i was hanging out with some friends the other day and we were talking about something and basically, at some point, everyone was like, ah, no, I cannot do that because my hip hurts, because my knees hurt, because I have this. What? Yes. And we were all like, wait, who, how old are we? And basically, it just made me think that I feel like your 20s are also the time where everything you've done in your life so far, when it comes to health, mm-hmm. 
is catching up with you for the first time. Yeah, that's true. And you true. realize you're not 17 anymore. That's very true. And you know what someone told me that freaked the shit out of me? What? Someone told me that they went to their doctor and the doctor told them that like your 20s basically will decide like the rest of your life. Yeah. Like how you live in your 20s will decide your health right. for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Not like 100%, but basically it's the time where you set yourself up for how you're going to age. Yeah, just with everything else and also. That's also so much fucking pressure. Like I have to make sure that I live long enough during my 20s when I'm supposed to be carefree and that's have fun. That's the thing. It's supposed to be the best time. You party every night, but then also in the morning you get up, go for a 10K run and drink a green juice. Like, excuse me, like how is this supposed to work? And like you should try... I need help. <laughs> you should try all the drugs, but like also... Don't because then and you're meditate die. every day. Like, where's the balance? I don't know. I'm really confused. I'm trying to figure it out. I guess I really am trying to figure it out. I'm really trying. Like, to I find it myself out doing really contradicting things. Like, I do yoga and meditate, but then I go out and drink, like a party like all night. Binge drink. I binge like a binge drink, binge eating. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then but I'm I like, think hmm. I think that's really good because <laughs> this is gonna sound also like a. <laughs> kind of like a rationalization but these shouldn't be the best times of our lives yeah like all the people who are telling us that wish that they could go back yeah so like it shouldn't be great yeah (laughs) because then things will hopefully either i don't know stay the same or get better that's true that is so So, true. like it would be actually really shitty if this is the best time yeah but that's what i'm saying it would be horrible it's not what people There's describe. always room for more. Yeah. Which is good. And I'm ready for the more. Me too. <laughs> so how do we do this? <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So tonight, we will go and rave. <laughs> <laughs> until 1 a.m. Till the clubs, clubs, we will, the bars close. We'll rave until 1. And then we will study until 8. And then we shall go for our run and Pilates session. And then we shall have breakfast. And then we'll go to a coaching session. But followed then... by a psychic. <laughs> followed by a psychic. So she can tell us if these are the best years of our lives. Exactly. However, then... <laughs> <laughs> we will take some MD. True. Followed by some Xanax to fall asleep. Also and the next true. day we shall binge eat and watch The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And smoke one cigarette. <laughs> I think that sounds like the perfect balanced weekend. It honestly. Does. It does. Big but plans. we forgot the sleep period. Uh, maybe we kind of scheduled it all the way through. It's fine. <laughs> we don't need it because we're in our 20s. <laughs> you know, we're young. Yeah, it's fine. We don't need to sleep. We can cancel next week. We're coming to the end of episode three. So to sum it all up, if you have any suggestions for us for a name of the podcast... Please let us know. And you're probably someone we know, so just text us. Yeah. Or <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just text us or call us even. Yeah. Whatever. And um, also next week we will start that you guys ask us the questions, which <laughs> I'm sure you've been waiting all along. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you have from now until Thursday. Yeah. To submit your question, and you can submit it on. Instagram. Yeah, or and text. since you probably know us, you have our numbers. So just or text if you us. You don't know us. 
um, Instagram. Instagram won't be able to find us easily. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Ask whoever sent you the podcast (laughs) and um, send us anything. And thank you for listening. Oh, and we'll have a new picture. Oh, yes. A new picture is coming up. Get ready. (laughs) Get ready. Exciting stuff coming up. (laughs) Merch coming soon. No, I'm just kidding. Not yet. Oh, yeah. What kind of merch do you want? (laughs) (laughs) So stickers. I was thinking like, um, yeah, but maybe also some hats, you know, no, these like pens where our faces are like floating around in them and you like turn the pen and stuff is floating around in them. That would be dope. And it's us. Yeah. I like that. But I think first we should get some sponsors in to make some money. Find a way to pay for it. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. However, we're not doing this because of the money. We do this for the good of the people. No, We do it for the good of ourselves more. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, and as always, if you have any advice for us Please, and for the yes. issues that we have in our lives, any valuable input, hit us up. To all of our psychoanalysis students, if you have the right <laughs> advice, which we might have missed, please let us know. If we have missed out on some major points, <laughs> or if we've misunderstood some stuff, please let us know. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you.